You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back into the show. Tom and Ricky, we're your hosts. As always, happy Friday. Remember, steadypicks.com, completely free to sign up. Sign up today. Best bets from myself, Ricky, Donnie, Mustache MMA, Sean, and so much more. And the Steady Pick system. How dare I forget? There's so much that's completely free. So sign up today. Start taking advantage of everything we have to offer. And by the way, if you enjoy this podcast, if you enjoy the show, enjoy the picks, anything that you enjoy about listening to the program here, consider subscribing on on Apple or Spotify. It would mean the world to us and show a lot of support. So go ahead and rate it, five stars preferably, but you can rate it whenever you'd like. Leave us a little comment. Thank you so much for doing that. That would that would mean the world to us. Uh, Ricky, the tennis, my friend, is red hot right now. Oh, yeah? Red hot. Um, Love to hear that. Jill Teichman, Veronica Kudermatova, three sets, the over on that, which we had the over games on that, over easily with Jill Teichman. And Connor Matova. So it's a two and one day. The only one we lost was that real long shot plus 320 that we had a quarter unit on. So I'll tell you what, very nice. Hey, love to see it. And there were a couple matches yesterday that were just fantastic. Like, fantastic. Jelena Ostapenko and Petra Kvitova was one of the best things I've like. I really, it was more exciting than the Super Bowl. Oh my gosh! Like I'm dead. You serious. You tested me this morning. I'm dead serious. I'm not even. I'm not even trying to trigger you. Like it is intense. It is like back and forth. It comes down to the every last volley. Every everything. And it's just so, it's such an intense atmosphere, you know, for being a, a quarterfinal game or match. Um, anyway, I just had to share. Is this with the you. tournament, Tom, down in Delray Beach? No, the men's side is over there. This is in uh, Dubai. Ah, right, right. <clears throat> okay. So they're playing all morning. They're getting ready to all start. Right. And I do Tom, have a I... tennis pick. Oh, sorry, Ricky. Let me just get no. this out quick. Yeah, go ahead. I have one tennis play for today. 
I'm giving it because by the time you listen to this, there's about an hour delay, and I want to give it out at the beginning just to make sure that everybody can can get on top of this if they if they choose to. It's Simona Halep minus three and a half games against Yelena Ostapenko. You know we've been against Ostapenko, or we've been on Ostapenko, excuse me, all week. Right, we've we've picked her a few times. It's really worked out for us. But Simona Halep is on another planet playing tennis. She is so much better than almost everybody else. And Ostapenko goes into that bucket. Minus three and a half. A six four, six four win will get us there. So it doesn't take all that much. That's minus one sixty is the best number I saw. Um Minus 160 on that for a unit. Okay. Had to get it out. Hey, I get it. I get it. Only pick for today? That's, <clears throat> Tennis? I am, I have a very small play on Cutter Matova today against, uh, who is she playing today? Against uh, Vondrasova. Just a small play, like plus one forty, I think is the best number. I don't. She's just been red hot through this tournament. She's just been beating everybody too. Like upset after upset, she, you know, she cashed the other day plus one seventy. We were on, so I'm taking her plus one forty, like a half a unit or something, if you like. All right. Now let me ask you something non-tennis related, Tom. I got asked a, a really interesting question yesterday through social media that I wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. All right. So the question is, if you could have dinner with any athlete, dead or alive, who would you choose? Hmm. And why? Wow. I mean, that's a that's a fully loaded question. my immediate answer is always Derek Jeter just because I love Derek Jeter like I feel like I answer that for every time we ask a question like your favorite athlete but this isn't your favorite though this is who you'd want to have dinner with meaning like whether there's something you'd want to talk to them about or meet them I mean dinner with Derek Jeter it sounds like a fantastic evening like yeah dinner with Derek Jeter might lead to some fun after too I'll tell you that and I'm not trying to I'm not picking somebody real controversial I don't want any of that I want to go have a nice dinner like yeah maybe you'd want to talk to like I don't even know OJ or something. I said Co- <laughs> I said Kobe Bryant because you know the oh thing that's an easy a- answer no, the thing with choosing someone who's alive, Tom, is like you could technically have dinner with Derek Jeter if you play your cards right in life. <laughs> Kobe Bryant, that shit's off the table. Like that, he had so much wisdom to gain from someone like that, and it's not, you know, you you, you can't get it now. It's the opportunity's gone. So I feel like you have to choose someone who's not alive. I don't know though. That's why it's an interesting question. But. All right, we'll, we'll we'll mark you up for Jeter. Ah, uh, that's a bad answer, man. I mean, it's not a bad answer. It's a bad answer. Jeter's, the other spin Jeter's of the not... question, Tom, was 
on a, a betting spin on it. So if you could spend a day betting sports with one athlete in the world, dead or alive, who would it be in what sport? I don't even know. You know, it's like this question is difficult because you don't even think about these people as like people sometimes. I hate to say that, but like they're athletes. You don't know what they're like. So it's so hard to say like, oh, I think – He'd be really cool. Like, it's just so hard. Yeah, and the betting question would be a completely different answer probably than who you'd want to have dinner with, which is funny too. Like, those are those two things aren't the same. I'd love to have dinner with, like, uh, like John Madden, a guy that has, like, his, you know, the game named after him. That'd be pretty cool. I always used to to look up to him. He was one of my favorites uh, growing up. That's a good one. He's, he got a whole damn game named after you. R.I.P. John Madden. Yeah. Brilliant football mind. I always thought the plane thing was so funny with him, how he, he didn't like to fly, yeah. so he drove the bus around. <laughs> Speaking as someone who also doesn't love flying, yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> I think that's hilarious. That is awesome. Um, But, yeah, let me have a think about that. On Monday, maybe I'll give a better answer. I'll think about it. Sounds good. Sounds good. Ricky, the the one thing I wanted to talk about today, and we've got Sean Mustache MMA coming on the show in less than 10 minutes. But the thing I wanted to talk about today was spending a little bit of time. Now the football's over. NBA's on the all-star break, right? There's not as much going on. But I wanted to take opportunities to help people really become a better sports better. And – People do this in different shows, do this all the time, and it's full of very, like, hollow concepts. Concepts that are good, but concepts that are very vague, I'll, I'll say. Like, they don't give you specific instruction or specific guidance. It's more of a generalized statement leaving somebody who, you know, and leaving somebody who listens to kind of do a lot of homework to figure out what they're actually talking about. And look, a lot of people believe you don't give away the farm. You got to teach people to whatever, teach people to fish, not feed them. But I'm hoping through doing this exercise, we can teach how to fish a little bit better than how I feel like when I was like, when I was learning how to do all this stuff, I feel like it was full of vague, like vague uh, answers. No, I get what you're saying, Tom. I like where you're going with this. Let's classes in session, my man. I'm taking a seat. I got my notepad. What do you got for us? <laughs> so I wanted to talk about the very basic thing of tracking bets, like tracking your picks. I think it's so okay. important. Obviously, very important. Like if you don't track your picks. You might as well not even start betting anything. So you don't know how you're doing. You don't know how to fix it. You can't measure how well or how bad you're doing, and the whole thing is pointless. Unless, unless again, there's two schools of thought. There's always the recreational guy who likes to just bet the Super Bowl and bet Monday Night Football. That's fine. Don't track your plays if you don't want, whatever. I'm talking about people that are trying to take it somewhat seriously. And let's pause for a second. <clears throat> 
<clears throat> on just the thought of the beginning stages, like you said, and give some some actions here because, all right, obviously in the apps, Tom, you can see your bet history, but that's not what you mean here. Is there any platforms that you like or you use that you'd recommend to people to start to begin to track their bets? Bingo. Because people I hate that say, this might be an ad for like other shows. I mean, look, it's it is what it is. Yeah, I don't mean it to be like I'm just giving you I'm giving the people what's out there. I'm not going to say good, bad and different. I'll comment on it because I don't care what, you know, I have my own thoughts about all any platforms that are out there. Right. So I don't care. But this is the stuff that's out there. I'm not too proud. We're not too proud to to share what's out there in fear of like, oh, you know, that other brand, we're promoting that other brand. I think we can agree to that. Yeah, so I just wish it was a, yeah, it, it went both ways more in this industry more. But go ahead, Tom. We, we're that? not going to hold back on anyone. What do you mean by that, Ricky? You know, I feel like, like, one thing on this show is we're always quick to give credit where it's due and to like uh, bring up other good podcasts and shows. And I'm not saying other people don't do that for us, but just within the industry itself, you don't see a lot of like allies, you know, people saying, hey, yo, Steady Picks has a great podcast too. Go check them out. Uh, Tom from Steady Picks, he's got great tennis picks. If you like tennis, I, I like it to be. The full circle effect, not just us throwing. I couldn't you know. agree with that more. I couldn't agree but, with that more. On this show, we talk about anything, everything. Every time I reference a number or a stat or a place I'm looking, I always give where I'm looking, right? And, like, not that people I, – yeah, I just totally agree. Like, people are very – they want to act like everything is theirs and they don't want to give credit to anyone else because they think they're the best, Right in this industry, the people that are betting on sports think that they are the best, mm-hmm. regardless of anybody else. So it, you know, that could be another. But cool it's about tracking to bets, make. Tom. Ultimately, so let's talk. So here's the deal: you have to track your plays accurately every day, every play, no exceptions. There's a couple good ways to do this. One is if you get online and you start looking for Google spreadsheets, like Google Sheets, search around. You will find a calculator that can do this, a template from on Reddit or one of these other places. You'll, you will find, stumble across a template that looks good to you. And you can edit it a little bit as you see fit. Nothing wrong with that. But you'll find the general template template for here was my bet here's how much i risked here were the odds did it win did it lose what's my profit or loss those are the things you're trying to capture Mm -hmm. so a spreadsheet is one way i generally don't like the spreadsheet way because we're betting too many things at different books like it's very hard to keep track of a hundred percent and it's a little bit difficult to analyze after the fact. Like I want to be able to see, okay, 
when I bet dogs in baseball, when I bet dogs that are more than plus 135, how do I do? You know, you want to be able to filter it out and get some of that information, like some of that weird information that you might not otherwise think of. When I bet favorites, how do I do? When I bet dogs, how do I do? When I'm betting, you know, any combination of those things. When I bet on DraftKings or FanDuel or BetMGM, how do I do on those platforms? Yep. All good things to know. So you can do it on a spreadsheet. There's many, 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 many people that do that. And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't prefer it that way. And I really think this is a big opportunity in the market of sports betting because there is no perfect platform for this. Myself, I generally prefer Action Network because I feel like it's easy to log your plays. It's easy to keep track of them while they're going on. And they, they uh, give you the result nice and quickly. So if I post a play for tennis, Joe Teichman, Kunder Matova, over 20 and a half games. And that's going on. It'll give me an update on how it's going. And then when it wins or loses, it will close it out quickly. Right? And give mm-hmm. me a win or a loss and keep track of all my stats. And I want to touch on something here, Tom, if if I can. Yep. So this right here, like I would even say Action Network, fantastic for that, right? It it gives you a nice organized place to track all your bets, which is awesome. Gets the job done, like Tom said. Now, the dirty side of this, because I always like to acknowledge this side as well, is that if you're looking at someone's record who, you know, maybe they're selling picks on Twitter or whatever, and they send you to their Action Network page, correct me if I'm wrong, Tom, but I'm pretty sure you can backlog Action Network and delete plays and add and remove. Like, I'm, I don't believe it's, like, locked, locked the way that... You know, if me, I'd like it to be if I'm taking someone's record into account. So let's move there for a moment. Action, you can, you can turn it on or off, but you can be a verified user, which means you cannot delete anything ever. There's no deleting anything. Now, mm, on top of didn't that, know that, they also have what they call, I don't know what they call it, bet sync, where you can hook up a few of your sportsbook accounts in depends where you are, which books are eligible, but you can hook up your accounts to the site. So if I place a bet on BetMGM, it automatically gets logged in my Action Network account to track. That's the big benefit of doing it not on a spreadsheet is you can essentially automate tracking your plays. Mm-hmm. And that's a real benefit. Now, another one, like, and we got two minutes left, and we got to have Sean on here from Mustache MMA. But the other company we talked about before with the Circles Off podcast and is Betstamp. And 
I do like. I like Tom. Just real quick. You do? That's a company I really like. Yeah, like I've been looking at some of their content, and I know they are the opposite of what I just said. Like you cannot ever remove, or it's it's the opposite of what I just said. Yep. Yep, and that's what I really like about them. And you know, their platform is set up for people to sell picks, right? Like if you're good, and it's all verified, and you go on and you can say, "Hey, it's twenty five dollars a month for." to see my picks now whether or not you believe that's right or wrong i think we can all agree that doing it on a platform like that where it's a verified record you cannot change it is Mm -hmm. good is a good thing right it like it literally like yes selling picks whatever but my record for my last year is on bet stamp do you want to buy my picks or not this is how i do and Tom, if you have someone who's been winning three, four, five consecutive years proven on a platform like that, buy their fucking picks. It, there shouldn't be like that's the thing. You shouldn't buy picks from people who you aren't sure about. There's nothing wrong with buying picks from someone who's showing you a return. And that's, you know, that's frowned upon in the industry from a lot of people. Some people hate it. I personally like you find a good person, you should support them. And if they're winning you money, if it's a profitable investment, it's as simple as that. It's either an asset or a liability to buy that person's picks. If it's an asset, why wouldn't you? Right. No, that's a good point. And so their platform, again, they have like the bet sinking feature where you can hook up your sports books. The biggest problem with that is if you bet kind of obscure things like the tennis match goes three sets or, you know, under over under games totals for tennis or golf, some of the golf stuff doesn't come through. It's not perfect. Like it doesn't have every market that you might bet into Super Bowl. It didn't have a lot of the ones that we were betting into. So it's. It's a nice platform, but I don't think you can really use it all the way yet if you bet. If you're just betting NBA sides and totals and NFL sides and totals, yeah, it's perfect. But I don't think it's all the way there as far as being 100% able to use it. Gotcha. Yeah, I haven't I haven't used any, like I haven't used Action Network or BetStamp or you know, so yeah, Action Network seems to get all. Anyway, we're a little off topic. It's not a review of these platforms. Essentially, you need to track your plays. That is the most important thing. You must track your plays every day, no matter what, accurately. And it really holds you accountable, so you're not throwing out, you know, oh, six unit play every day. I just lost a bunch. Like it keeps you. You see the results on paper, so it kind of keeps you in line a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ricky, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, mustache MMA. See what he's got for this weekend. He'll share a few picks with us. Steady picks radio. Wake up and wager. Be back in a minute. 
Trying to get a winning edge in sports betting? Look no further than SteadyPicks.com and SteadyPicks Radio. Our team at SteadyPicks provides data, analysis, and insights to help you become a better sports better. Best of all, SteadyPicks is 100% free. A SteadyPicks membership gives you access to all of the SteadyPicks system bets, our expert hosts' best bets, and our special guest picks. Head over to our website, www.steadypicks.com, sign up for free and start winning. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back into the show. Tom and Ricky, we're your hosts. Thanks for entertaining us with a little bet tracking talk. Second half of the show, we've got Mr. Sean himself, Mustache MMA. Sean, how you doing this morning? Fellas, good morning. Got a, got a nice coffee here, uh, a little glass of water, rehydrate, ready to uh, talk some MMA, man. Oh, very nice, very nice. And I, you must be on the moon. You got Ricky drinking a Red Bull out of his fiance's van shoe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, does he get any more satisfying to win a bet than that? No, man, yeah, that was great seeing him post that to the, uh, to the IG story for sure, and on top of that, I killed it with my best bets picks, killed it with my parlay picks. Uh, yeah, if you tailed me for both of those, you were up over 10 units for that card, man. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling great. Damn, was that a 10-unit card, Sean? Yeah, yep. So the best, bets, the best bets, I won 4.25 units, and then the parlays, I won 5.99 units. So 10.24 total. Damn, well done, fantastic. my man. Fantastic. Fantastic. And I said, you so very much deserve a, a card like that after like the first two or three that you did where you had, you know, you were talking about them. Like your reasoning was so sound. The research was there. And all you needed was just like one little play to go your way to push you into the profits uh, this year. And so I'm glad it finally came to fruition. Yeah, man, uh, those those first three cards were pretty rough. Uh, you know, negative one unit, negative one unit, negative half unit. Um, but yeah, happy to finally push through and be positive for the year with a big big result last week. But I'll tell you what, though, at the same time, if you could tell me that the worst you'd ever do, you know, is minus a unit or one point two units on a UFC card where you got all this action, all these parlays, I think I'd be pretty happy. At the worst, you know. Yeah, man. I mean, even if we uh, if we account for the parlays, I I think I want to say um, I, I may be positive for some of those older cards as well. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. For, for you viewers, I know we don't post them to the the website, but definitely check out the uh, the podcast on Steady Picks Radio and and or my YouTube channel. Um, my parlay uh, plays for the year are up seven units, so uh, definitely something you might want to check out. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so just so everybody knows, Mustache MMA on YouTube. The link will be in the description of this episode. But it is over there, over on YouTube. Subscribe and follow him. The videos are over there. 
the audios get posted on the Steady Picks radio feed, exactly where you find this show. They're posted there. Um, the 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 breakdown was posted yesterday, so that's the full breakdown of all the fights. The best bets were posted bright and early this morning. So as you're listening to this, you can listen to that next. And then the parlay plays will be scheduled to go out at around noontime, eh, 11 o'clock today is when they will all be posted. But all three of those videos, I believe, are already posted on the YouTube channel. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, sir. Awesome. So all good stuff there. And last last bit of housekeeping. Mustache MMA, I got him on the Twitter, in the Twitter universe. Down the deep, dark hole that is gambling Twitter. So best of luck to you. Wear a, wear a flashlight on your head or something. You're going to need it. It's a dark place. But it's at mustache underscore MMA is the Twitter there. Should be a great follow. Yes, sir. I caved. And uh, my plan with, with the Twitter is probably, you know, if you follow me on Twitter, you'll get um, a little bit, you know, of my earlier plays. You know, I'll, I'll tweet out what I'm thinking while I'm watching the tape, thinking what might be, you know, um, good price tags. I'm pretty good at looking at the lines when they come out. That's generally when I choose um, my selections. So, uh, money line props or money line picks, they tend to come out, you know, probably like anywhere from like two to three weeks before the card actually starts. And then all the prop bets are going to come up like Wednesday night, Thursday morning. Um, so I'm pretty good at being on top of those. And uh, generally, I want to say more than 50% of the time I beat the line. Uh, or the line stays the same. So uh, I don't have specific stats, so I don't want to toot my own horn. But uh, I do tend to get good value, especially on that last card. I, I beat a lot of lines. So, And this is where, and we were just talking about the importance of tracking plays and, and different ways to do that, right? And you're, you're, you've got the spreadsheet, which I, we said is great. That's perfect. you got to track your plays, of course. Well, one of the other benefits of some of the other places is that it'll actually calculate how much you beat the closing line, like how often you beat the closing line. Like, you know what I mean? It'll actually calculate that for you, which is really nice so that you don't have to go back and manually see, did I beat the line on these plays? But uh, yeah, That no. sounds sick. Is that like a, uh, a, a website or something like that? It is, and but there's another layer to it is that for the UFC, it doesn't do it correctly. I, uh, I haven't seen a platform that, that calculates closing line value correctly for the UFC. And this is where I was saying I think there's some opportunity for somebody to come make a, a platform that is actually really good for people who bet anything. Tennis, it doesn't track. UFC, it doesn't track golf it doesn't track like there's a lot of sports that it doesn't quite understand how to track it uh anyway big fights big fights give me your most confident play we even maybe throw i don't want to throw that the l word around but give me the play you like the most on this car that you the most confident in 
Yeah, so the play I like the most here is, is going to be the heavyweights. Um, Parker Porter inside the distance, uh, plus 110 over at DraftKings. I'm throwing two units on this. I'm very confident. Uh, Parker Porter, he has 12 wins in his career, four by KO, four by sub, four by decision. So pretty even split there. His opponent, however, Alan Bo, uh, Badu or something like that, he, he's a Frenchman. Um, he has two losses on his resume, both by finish, uh, actually should be three. He actually got a win by disqualification because the other guy tested, uh, positive for smoking some weed. Um, don't know why they gave him the win and didn't make a no contest, but nevertheless, after that, um, loss or win, if you will, he actually went into the UFC for whatever reason. I don't understand that. Um, this dude, uh, all his wins, Alan Bordeaux, um, have been by just total cans, people who have just terrible records. Um, you know, watching the tape on this guy, his stand-up is okay, but he doesn't last really long. Not very good cardio at all. Kind of after the one-round, um, one-and-a-half-round mark, he just starts to decline heavily. Um, also, terrible on his back, terrible grappling game. He's really only good in the stand-up and the striking. Parker Porter, um, good on the feet, really good cardio. Also, mixes in the grappling and the wrestling really well. Um, so for all those reasons, I like Parker Porter to really wear on this guy. Um, his cardio is going to be shot. Parker Porter is going to take advantage of that. Going to use the wrestling. Um, I like either a um, TKO or submission here. So the play is TKO or submission, not necessarily just the money line on this. Yeah, so the play is uh, Parker Porter inside the distance, uh, the plus distance. 110 over DraftKings. I believe it is still at that price. You know what? Just looking at their histories here, like it is just like this guy, Badu, has fought. You're right. I think Kansas is an overstatement. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Like, look uh, at these again, places this, he's this fought like, out of. Angels fighting one? Where is that? Angels fighting. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is that in Japan? South Korea. It's in South Korea. But yeah, yeah, some of these Asian promotions, I believe, it's like a, um, open weight fights. So, like, how it works is essentially there's no weight classes. You can just fight out whatever weight guys you, you want to fight. That's wild. Oh, my gosh. That's horrifying. You can't possibly. Wow. I don't know. Um, okay. I really like that play very much. Give me the second one. Give me a longer shot that you like here. What's your biggest bet, like um, biggest underdog bet on this card? Um, biggest like uh, prop bet overall or just biggest like um, dog kind of thing. I'd say beside, yeah, biggest prop bet or straight bet, the biggest odds, plus money odds. Um, gotcha. Without gotcha. The, excluding the parlays. Like this single bet with the biggest odds. Right. So I really like actually favorite Christian Rodriguez here by decision. It's uh, plus 650 over on DraftKings. Um, reason being, uh, Christian Rodriguez, he's 7-0. Yes, this is his UFC debut, coming in against a pretty good opponent. 
But uh, Christian Rodriguez, um, I say it all the time about these like undefeated guys who come in the UFC who have a lot of hype on on them and everything, and they kind of have you know they have a lot of knockouts on their resume. Um, Christian Rodriguez is one of those guys. Six out of seven fights by finish, one by decision. Um, I mean, I, I just like this guy. Watching the tape, he's really technical on the feet. He's not one of these guys who just relies on their power and has kind of one-round cardio to go with that. Um, this dude has a wide variety of strikes that he's throwing uh, on the feet, uh, very active with the elbows, the knees, the kicks, and then punches on top of that, good combinations. He has really great cardio. Like I said, he can go all three rounds and um, not really slow down at all. He puts on a, a decent pace, decent pressure, um, throws good volume. So, you know, I don't mind him getting a decision here. Um, his opponent, um, blanking on his name. Jonathan uh, Pierce. Jonathan Pierce. John, Jonathan Pierce, yeah. Thank you. Um, you know, he, he's known as a finisher. He's had a lot of finishes in his career. I believe he's only had one win by decision. Um, he's also really tough, really durable, great chin. Um, so he's only been knocked out once in his career, but he kind of got caught in a weird spot where, uh, somebody had like a half Nelson on him and he got caught up against the cage and just got ground and pound and just, he couldn't move and couldn't react. So I, I hold essentially zero weight to that KO TKO that he, he, he lost. Um, so super durable guy. And then Rodriguez, He's going to have the edge in the stand-up. So Jonathan Pierce's stand-up's decent, not terrible, but not the most technical, not the most power. Jonathan Pierce really relies on his wrestling, his grappling, um, you know, getting people in those certain situations, getting a ground-and-pound finish, getting a submission finish. Um, Christian Rodriguez shows that he has decent takedown defense. So if he can keep this one on the feet a majority of the fight or get back to his feet quickly – um, you know, I think it's pretty favorable that he can edge out a decision and, and piece out um, Jonathan Pierce. So, uh, and at plus 650, I think it's pretty good value. So I threw a half unit on that. Um, you know, obviously not the, the most confident, but I, I think it's good value. And I think it's a good, like, little small sprinkle play. And again, here's the thing with, you know, some of the bigger shots like that. And just in general, it doesn't, an edge is an edge. Right, it doesn't matter if it's minus three hundred or it's plus five hundred. An edge is an edge. If you project the winning percentage of said play to be more than the implied probability of the odds, then it's a play. And then you set the threshold. Okay, if I have a five percent edge, I bet it every time. And that's what you do. You say what are the chances that this wins? What are the book telling me? Take the difference, boom. Five percent, I bet it. Like, it's fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Love that play. And this guy, this Christian Rodriguez dude, he literally looks like he's ten years old. He's twenty four, but he looks like he's twelve. At least in this picture that I'm seeing of him. Nothing like a baby face in the UFC, man. It's a baby face for sure. <laughs> Uh, Sean, give us one last play here before we wrap up the show. Maybe um, give me a play on the main event if you have one. Johnny Walker. Yeah, yeah. So um, my play for this one is going to be Jamal Hill um, to win in the first, second, or third round. 
plus one of plus money, plus one of five over on FanDuel. Um, so reason I went with um, overall first, second, or third, there is um, a uh, bet that you can do that is a KO or TKO in the first, second, or third, but that's at plus 110. So with such a tiny discrepancy, you know, give me just the overall rounds, just in the slim chance that Jamal Hill gets a submission. I've heard he does have a submission game, although he doesn't really ever use it. Um, so with that tiny little margin, I'm going to play it safe um, and, and just go with the overall rounds to win. But um, continuing on with that, I mean, Jamal Hill, I just think he's so crisp on the feet. His striking is so good. Um, very technical, very good power, pretty long as well. Um and then on the other side, we got Johnny Walker. Yes, and also an explosive guy, very good striker, good power. But he almost relies more on his athleticism and his um, awkward stance and awkwardness and uh, flashy and explosive plays to get his finishes. So his couple finishes, I believe, from flying knees, from spinning back fists or spinning back elbows, kind of like that. That's how he tends to finish his fights. Um, Jamal Hill, more of a tech, like I said, technical striker gets it done with rather combinations or, um, one shot hooks similar to that. Um, also Johnny Walker, he is a little chinny boys. Um, a lot <laughs> of his fights, uh, whether they have been wins or losses, he's been rocked in. So yes, a couple of them, he's been able to recover and come back and win, but others, he hasn't. Um, he got knocked out by Corey Anderson um, a while back when Corey Anderson was still in the UFC. Corey Anderson is not a power guy. He is more of a technical striker, volume striker, and a wrestler. And he got knocked out hard by him. Um, a couple other guys he got rocked by. He got rocked by Ryan Spann, who does have some power, and, and so on and so on. So, um, like I said, I, I like Hill to get this done by probably KO in the first, second, or third. But overall play is going to be Hill to win in the first, second, or third round, plus one of five on Fandle. Very nice. Fantastic. Thank you, Sean, so much for coming on. Again, Mustache MMA on YouTube, at Mustache underscore MMA on the old Twitterverse, and go follow him on Twitter. He just signed up. He's got like, I don't even, I didn't check anymore, but we got to get the followers up. Sean, thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, thanks for having me, boys. Oh, you're very welcome. Very welcome. Steady Picks Radio, wake up a wager. Have a fantastic weekend. Can't wait to talk to you on Monday. Good luck with the golf. Good luck with the tennis. Good luck with the UFC. Tom and Ricky, we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow. We'll see you Monday. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager.